you don't want to admit you're a badass because you're scared. So you talk about it anyway, which is actually kind of badass. This is the Wayward Podcast. Go. Hi, Brianna Buckmaster. Hi, Kim Rhodes. I think it's hilarious that my clothes are actually getting in the way. I know. I'm like moving like a pink <laughs> chemise out of the way. It's the only pink thing I have in my closet, too. Uh-uh. And it's in the no, way. it's not. I wait. see four things. Oh, no, wait. There, and there's orange, a jacket. Pink. It's all black. And then... This is very, like, I cannot... I mean, that's that's not yours. It is mine. And then you have one behind it that's almost exactly the same. They're both the same. I'm sorry, people. You're hearing us bang on the on the thing. But, yeah, she's looking like... No, they're both... We are in Kim's closet, as you can tell. And as as per usual, I'm going through it going, what is... Whose is this? Yeah, no, it was me. I've never seen Kim wear it. I just assume I've seen every single thing that Kim owns. They're called... They're Butterfly Dropout, and I love them. I just don't love them on me, so okay. I refuse to get rid of them. <laughs> Butterfly Dropout. Oh, it's the brand. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a cool shirt. I actually... The style of it, I could see wearing. The color, yeah. I could not see. No, wearing. I know, right? I know. That was when I was actively trying to wear something not black. Colorful. I don't yeah. try that anyway. It's yeah, if you do look at this closet, here, I'm going to take a picture of yes. what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Go ahead. Take a, it take a picture. It is, no, um, a lot of black. See? Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of black. It's very Kim Rhodes in here. And then it's so much black that you see something, you go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> little things it's rainbow butterflies oh this i've seen you wear this is yeah. hot pink this yeah. is that is, is hot pink with some really cool writing cool. on it see hot pink like neon pink i can i can yeah. get into uh, i forgot what we were going to talk about oh what are we oh you oh, know what yeah. speaking of wearing all black and trying mm-hmm. to pass yourself off of, as a badass mm-hmm. um a lot of times we are described as with the word badass yeah and I shun that term. I run from that term. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I will tell you all the reasons that I'm just a weirdo and I, and I must be lying to you if you think I am. And blah, blah. and so for change, I'm going to try to say, yeah, I'm a fucking badass. <laughs> you literally are right now. Here's why. Well, yeah. I'm not fucking anything literally that, right there now. There you go. There you but go. But I am a badass because my butt's broke. Yes. But, uh, but. I'm going to say, yeah, here's why, and here's some other things that I think are badass, mm-hmm. because I think we have a lot of listeners yeah. that are badass and may not know that about themselves. I feel like a lot uh, of questions we get at conventions relate to this. A lot of questions like, how do you be a badass? I mean, that's such a funny question to ask, or how do I, you know... How did you get to become this way? Or um, do you have any, (laughs) this is my favorite. I started laughing thinking about it. Do you have any advice on how to become a badass? I'm like, I don't know. You get bullied through the majority (laughs) of your life. So yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to say about this for sure. Um, Well, you bring up a good point already is uh, I I think adversity. I think challenge. Being, facing a challenge. Facing a challenge. Being challenged is one thing I think most of the world goes through challenges. I think it is how you deal with that or how you ignore it. Yeah. Uh, I think just being willing to face it, it isn't about, um, because I have been knocked down by a lot of adversity. Yes. It isn't about whether or not you overcome it or Mm -hmm. win the day or whatever victory looks like Mm -hmm. in your personal definition of war. 
I think it's just saying yes to it in the first place mm-hmm. that is a sign of of badass. Saying yes to challenging it. Yeah. Challenging the challenges. Or just accepting the reality of mm-hmm. like, this is hard. This mm-hmm. is hard. And yes, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to try. That's it. And I think that's my... That's kind of my MO. And I was talking about this with a friend yesterday when I was explaining my move. I've just uh, rented a place in L.A. Um, as well as keeping my family and home in Vancouver. And they're like, how do you? But why is there a reason? I'm like, no, I'm just giving it a go. And I feel like the majority of my life is just giving it a go. Because what the hell? For me, the... Um, the opposite um, of giving it a go is way more terrifying than what could happen if you give it a go and it fails. Yeah. Not giving it a go and never knowing for me is much, much worse. Living in regret. Yes. I'd much rather um, deal with failure, deal with fallout than d- live with regret. Mm. Hmm. So, I'm I'm super comfortable with regret. Yes. So I, right. 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 So I have I have been told huh. one of my the favorite things that my manager ever told me was he said, I don't want to hear you can't. I want to hear you tried and couldn't. Uh huh. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. All right. Because I want I want a preemptive no. I'm like nah, and here's why I won't be mm-hmm. able to. So so I love that about you. I very much admire mm. your willingness to just be like yeah. Sounds hard. That's not a reason to not do it. Yeah. And you know what? And that's why, you know, we've talked about this before. Uh, you and I are sorry, I'm just putting down my coffee uh, in her shoe rack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a metaphor. Nope. Nope. Uh, what a great metaphor that would be. Um, anyway, uh, you and I are great because I'm always going, OK, n- let's do this. Let's, this is a great idea. Or maybe it's not, but let's do it anyway. And you're going, okay, but here is the fallout that, here's the fallout that might hurt us, but also more importantly, what could hurt other people. And so that's something that I'm not typically thinking about because I don't, ooh, this is, this is a new realization I've had um, that maybe delves into something else, but I don't consider others' feelings uh, as much as maybe you do. Because I feel like people don't think about me. Like my actions affect others. Mm -hmm. And I think that I always thought that they didn't because I assumed, mm, I kind of just assumed nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Isn't that funny? And that was a huge realization for me over the past couple months is going, oh, people do care about me and how I feel. I just kind of assumed they didn't. Hmm. I genuinely did. I was like, ah, people can leave me or take me. I kind of always just assumed I was like, she's here. She's not here. If she's here, she's fine. If she's not here, who cares? You know? And so I was like, oh, people are invested in me. That was it. Invested in my friendships. And I never assumed that that was true. Well, and owning your own power. Yeah. I think is part of badass yes is honoring the fact which is what i just said like Mm. no no i'm nothing i can't i don't i'm not yeah no step up and own the fact that there's some shit you do that impresses people Mm -hmm. that impacts people impacts people that people want to know more about Mm -hmm. and be honest with that i remember when um when we were looking at the potential spinoff mm-hmm. and I got a good talking to by one of our 
mutual friends and not a talking to like for shame, but very clearly saying, listen, if you don't own your power, you will hurt people Mm. because it will affect them. Mm -hmm. You need to honor the fact that you are walking into a position of leadership Mm -hmm. and it's not arrogant to say, to think that I'm, yes. a, I'm, I'm one of the leaders in this situation. Yeah. You need to own it. Otherwise, if you're driving the boat and you're like, oh, no, I'm not the captain, you're going to fucking hit an iceberg. Yeah, man. And that's another thing about badassery is owning your power does not mean that you are an arrogant bitch. And I feel like that can that is a hard thing for women to feel, to see, to experience. Um, do you know who I think of? And I was thinking about this last week. I was like, oh, that's a perfect example. Is Oprah. Mm-hmm. And Oprah is a true, not literal, but true queen. Um, and there is nothing about her that seems weak. Yeah. And yet she very much is very open about her weaknesses and flaws. Her vulnerabilities. Her vulnerabilities, yeah. yeah. Um, but she is incredibly strong. She's the kind of woman that walks in the room and she knows who she is. And she doesn't downplay it. She never downplays who she is. She's like, I'm motherfucking Oprah. And you see, see her in interviews and she talks about how she came up and she talks about how she talks about her worth. And I love that she talks about her worth going, no, this is what I'm worth. I knew that and I had to make them understand that. And nobody... Mm-hmm. should question that. And I think that maybe as men, I can't speak on their experience, but as a woman, I get called on that all the time. And there's a difference between, I think the difference is authenticity. Like if I'm fluffing myself up to appear powerful because I'm actually feeling insecure, that's one thing. Yeah. Right. And people do that a lot too. I've certainly done that. So I think Oprah, <laughs> this is such a funny thing, like duh, Yes. Yeah. Oprah's a great example of a of badass. Badass. Yeah. yeah. Because she she just owns it. I think it's owning it is a big deal. I think there's also I hear a lot of like, oh, you don't give a fuck what people think. And I think it's interesting that I come off that way because oh, yeah. I deeply, deeply, deeply give many fucks sometimes to strangers in bathrooms. That's right. About you what do. people what did you think say about me, me once? I, I don't remember what we were talking about, but you texted me and you said, my problem is, is that I think that everybody's discomfort is my responsibility. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so true about you. Yeah. Um, so it's so then it's the part of like, do I then turn around and say, I don't give a fuck what you think when I deeply care what you think? Or do I start to separate what is and what is not my responsibility? Yeah. Like responsible to, yes. not responsible for. For, yeah. I will acknowledge that my behavior has an impact on another human being. Yeah. I, I acknowledge that. Now, I get to choose... Is that my problem or their problem? Yeah. Because sometimes it is my problem. Sometimes I am being a dick because I'm punching down or I'm not taking into account their perspective Mm -hmm. or I'm not slowing down enough to even hear what they're saying because my need to be right is overpowering whatever's going on. Or you just want to be heard. Yeah. Because my needs are dominating my actions. Yeah. So I slow down and try to listen. And then within that, instead of not giving a fuck what people think, I prefer to think of it as I give people the dignity of their own experience. I, I think it's I think it's um, you choose what fucks to give. 
Yeah. You get to respond however you want to respond. Yeah. And then I get to respond to that. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not doing something so that you will X, Y, or Z no, anymore. No. I'm doing something just because it feels right in this moment. Give it for free and for fun. And however you take it, you take it. And mm-hmm. if in the process I do damage you, yeah, I will hear that, hopefully, and say, oh, I honor that and I'm going to change. Or, wow, sounds like you have an issue. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> sounds like you need to talk to somebody about that. That sounds like, wow. That's, um, I think a lot, I think it, uh, in terms of giving a fuck, it is a natural, unfortunate human tendency to try to force people to, you know, make you feel for them. You always say this to me. It's funny that you're like, I can't follow this rule, but I always say it. It's like, <laughs> it's like other people's discomfort is not your responsibility. Kim says that to me a lot. Um, and I feel like I finally have kind of figured out how to embody that in a way that's not harmful to anybody else and that feels good to me. I don't know about you, but I have a very I have a very physical reaction to doing things that are not in my my spirit's best interest. I can feel when I'm doing something that is bad for me. Or I'm doing so I'm giving so much to another person that um, it will be bad for me. I, I, I have this I used to call it when I was younger, I used to call it the hot and cold method where I do things. And if they felt warm and fuzzy and excited, like I'm going to go sit in Kim's closet for three hours. Like I'm like, I'm stoked about that. If I'm like, um, I'm going to go to a shady comedy club because some guy said he was an agent and wants to sign me to a series if I feel weird and I feel weird and cold about that that's my body going it's my my instincts my intuition all of that shit going that's don't do that Brianna your brain thinks that's going to be a good idea but your body's telling you not to do that so I used to call it the hot and cold method and now I just go oh that's my intuition my intuition is quite loud I've learned um and it's quite smart, but sometimes I try to outsmart it and then it starts to turn on me and I, I have anxiety oh. attacks and um, things things Dude. happen. Yeah. I blame it on being a water sign. Uh, that it, or human. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe just human. But I've, I, for a long time, ignored my my instincts and intuitions and I try to take advice of others and quiet certain things and be bigger in other certain ways. And, and I feel like now I'm getting a handle on to do what... What is best for me and doing what's best for me in an authentic way in turn will be best for other people. Yes, it really will be. Um, and so that's my my sense of badassery in the, in the same way we're talking about, you know, Oprah is just owning exactly who you are, the good and the bad, you know, because if you try to be something different, it's never going to be good. It's yeah. really not. Yeah. Well, because then you're making other people's reality more important than your reality. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and that's that's taken me a long time to overcome the the idea of it doesn't matter what my experience is mm-hmm. of me is yeah. uh, as long as you tell me your experience of me is what I want to be. Oh, that's see exactly. And it's that thing of wanting to be liked, kind yeah. of right. Well, or not totally letting to that. not letting me define me. Yeah. One of my favorite. I'm going to offer this. I'm going to say one of my favorite badass tricks is admitting when I don't know something. Mm. 
it seems, oh, yeah. it seems like I'm no, so hardwired so right. to know stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like I should be, especially as a Gemini, I'm like, I'm, I'm a professional expert on mm-hmm. anything if I can pronounce it. Yeah. And n- now I get so much strength when I say, huh, I don't know. And I'm completely unapologetic about it. No. I, even if the person is insinuating that I'm an idiot and lesser than they are for not knowing it, I don't, I don't know. Do you know what? That's that's funny. And this leads to two things. Um, one thing, I do the same thing. And I find I, I take a weird pride in not knowing. And I've always been like this. Even like as the new girl on the circuit or a new person to television. At some point that wears thin and you can't wear that badge anymore um, because it's inauthentic. But... Uh, I went into um, a new uh, exercise studio the other day, and I literally was just in exercising in a in a group setting is a vulnerable state. So when you do it and you don't know what you're doing, it's it's you know slightly emotionally taxing. So I walked in, <laughs> and I was just I'm like, gonna die exactly. right now. I flailed open the doors and there's these two ladies sitting behind the counter. I'm like, I'm new and I'm terrified. And they <laughs> laughed and laughed and laughed. But that's, I feel that over the course of my lifetime, especially as an adult, that has saved me for me just to go to. And it was so funny. I made a joke about it at a convention. And then, um, our lovely new coworker scout turned it into a t-shirt, which is confidently failing. I've, I just feel like if you, it's like when you're singing and and they're like, we need you to sing loud. So we know if you're fucking up, you ever do that in choir. They're like, sing loud. So we know if you're singing the wrong notes. Usually, usually they don't, they don't need me to sing loud to know if I'm fucking up. Am I singing? Then I'm fucking it up. Then I'm fucking it up. But uh, for me, it's like, if I, if I fail hard, loud, and probably funny, then I'll know where to get better. I'll fail, and then I'll do it again, and then I'll get better. You know what? That is another badass tip. Mm-hmm. Commitment. Yeah. I use, when I'm coaching actors, I, I use the analogy of the the vault. Is that what it is in gymnastics, where you go run, 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 bounce, bounce. flip, I think and so. then land? Yeah, sure. Well, for 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 purposes of yeah. this, we'll call it the vault. If I'm right, you'll know what I'm talking there about you if go. you're listening. If I'm wrong, you'll have no clue, and you can move on me. from fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> leave, leave notes in the comments. Um, <laughs> but the thing about the vault is that it's this big, huge, stationary object that if you hit it, you will bust the shit out of something. Yeah. Now, if you don't run at it as hard as you can... You're going to run into it. Oh, yes. In yes. order to land what you're trying to do, you need to commit to the very thing that seems like, nah, I'm just going to slow down because I'm going to go, oh God, I'm going to go, bam. Yeah. So commitment, I think, is also a badass yes. quality. Committing either way. I yeah. mean, you exactly. It's once like you, you know, know your yes, yeah. once you know your yes, fucking, when I did that when I was on the soap opera, it was the first television show I ever did. And I had finished the first 13 weeks and I was pretty sure I was getting fired Mm -hmm. because it was a new boss and the two people that I worked with in my storyline were fired and I was on my way out. And I just had, and I'd only come from stage and in stage you have six weeks of rehearsal where you can take tiny little baby steps and the director tells you you're perfect and pretty and yes, little girl and pets you. And then you take another tiny little baby step. And I didn't have that opportunity in soap opera. Soap Mm -hmm. opera, you just go, 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 go. 
And I thought, you know what? If I'm going down, mm-hmm. I'm going to go down in flames. Right. And I started committing to some pretty drastic character choices. I ended up staying there for three years because they were like, oh, well, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're psychotic. Yeah. What a great character. Commitment and acting is so, is so interesting. And so it's bled into the rest of my life mm. where I'm willing to say, all right, if I'm going to say yes, I'm not going to say yes, sort of. Yeah. Yes, maybe. I'm going to say... Yes, let's jump. Yeah, absolutely. Huh? Look at you. I love that. I think that for me, when I was younger, um, this is not a new fact, but I was very overweight and I was bullied a lot. And I remember going to a new school for grade nine, which is when high school starts in Saskatchewan anyway, which is where I went to high school. Um, and I remember in grade nine, the first day of grade nine, knowing that I was going to be the biggest girl in school. And I knew that I was going to get made fun of because what they do is you go to an assembly in the gym and they call your name one by oh, one. God. And you have to walk out in front of the crowd to oh. your teacher. I know. And I was great. <laughs> I was probably 13 years old. I probably weighed like 230 pounds. And I was like, I'm going to get made fun of. Um, and I remember I was like, you got to do something to make them laugh. So that they're laughing with you and not at you. I remember having that conscious decision um, in my head. And I did. And whether it worked or not, I don't know. I heard them laughing. But because I did a funny thing in my head, I was like, they're laughing with me. And that kind of saved me in a way. And so now when I commit to something, it's always to comedy. I mean, I don't, you know, I can't speak on, on acting necessarily. But in life, if I if I go to my safe spot, which is making jokes, and I commit wholly to those jokes, it seems to kind of soften the thing that I'm scared of. Mm. So for me, it's like the being a badass is kind of about learning the thing that is your savior and therefore is kind of other people's saviors. Oh, that's really cool. Because in this situation, Mm -hmm. I am the opposite. Oh, I go to, I'll walk up and I'll be like, Oh, this is a tender, wounded aspect of me. Am I going to go there? All right. And I feel like emotionally, and I do this at conventions, I'm like, oh, and now is the portion of our day when Kim unzips, (laughs) starting at her chin, everything goes down to the top of her pelvic bone, and her intestines just spill out onto the floor. And I say, there, there is me. Now I'm going to put it all back back in again because I've learned I can Oh, I'm going to yeah. put it all back in again because I've learned, you know what? That don't hurt me. That's good. Or if it does hurt me, I can get over it. Mm-hmm. Like, letting it just fall out. Yeah. Um, again, commit. that's what I commit to. Yeah. If I choose to, I realize, again, in terms of taking care of other people, sometimes that's uncomfortable because my organs are soft and squishy and people slip on them and get messy stuff on them. And I know that there's, I definitely do it inappropriately at times. Like, But you are very good, as you said, at like spilling your guts and then picking yourself back up. You can do it in a matter of a millisecond. I don't have that ability. If I was to spill my guts and start weeping on stage... It would. I would not be able to pull it together to 
be myself again. I mean, the whole thing is myself. I wouldn't be able to be entertaining on stage or feel safe. Like that's the other thing. Yeah, it, we shouldn't we shouldn't equate being badass with never feeling scared, mm-hmm. with never needing self care. Yes, with never being affected by the world. I mean, I think badass comes with knowing what makes you feel comfortable and secure. And when something doesn't, unabashedly saying, nah. Yeah, and that's it. I think being a badass is like all those things, letting yourself hurt, letting yourself be scared, letting yourself dive into the unknown and still being present and still letting yourself be you. Um, Yeah, and just going, I'm still going to, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to be me, or I'm still not going to do it, as you're saying. Nah. In that arena, you can do it anywhere. You don't have to be living a life where people hand you microphones and you stand up and talk in front of 600 people to be a badass. You can do that when you return your library books three days late, and she gives you a snarky look, and you go, ah, yep. Sorry, dude. Here's your 25 cents. That's it. And not letting that snarky look scare you. Yeah. Um... I think being a badass really is about letting yourself grow, letting yourself not being scared to be you and letting yourself fuck up enough to grow. Oh, yeah. That's you're not cooked yet. Yeah. Like if I made a mistake today, that doesn't mean that I'm not a badass. It means I learned something. Yeah. That's my new funnest thing is to go. What is this teaching me? I, I like being called a badass. I don't, when people ask me about being a badass, I think that my instinct is to go, yeah, I'm a badass and I'm hungry and I yelled at my cat this morning <laughs> and I'm going to fart in five minutes and I'm just a human and we're, I'm still a badass. Yeah. And so are you. Exactly. And so are you. And so are you and you and you and you. Because it's, if you had one moment when you were brave, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what the fuck you did. If you had one moment today when you were brave, then you're a badass. It's something you discover. Yeah. Within yourself. Yeah. It's already there, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's good. We did good. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kim Rhodes. Thank you, Brianna Buckmaster. You're a badass. You're a motherfucking badass. Yeah. Ah!